Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today, we got my man, Duty Low, in the building. How you feeling? Chilling, man. It's nice to uh, finally meet you, man. For sure. We posted the interview when I was out in Cali last time when we was on tour performing at the Staples Center. Yeah, what, what happened? You bailed on me last time. Oh, no, I probably was... I don't know. <laughs> so we can You're kind of all over the place. Yeah, I was chilling. I don't know. Moving around. Yeah. Oh, that's moving, moving through LA. I feel you. So you're originally Chicago native, though. I'm from Kankakee. Okay. It's like 45 minutes, 30 minutes away from Chicago. Okay. And so, uh, what was it like growing up out there, though? It was shit same way I was growing up in Chicago, anywhere else. It's just as lit. Yeah, yeah, it's lit. Okay. Hell yeah! Like you got to think, everywhere got a, a trench. That's lit, like, everywhere got a fucking hood. Right. L.A. got a hood. It's lit. When we think yeah. about Chicago, we think of it being crazy as fuck in the city, but we don't really so, necessarily assume that there's wild shit going on outside it throughout the rest of the state. Oh, I don't know But, okay, what, what was your childhood like yourself? You you were wrapped up in crazy shit from early on? Or? So I never, I, I always... You know, I was a smart, a smart, you know, I always knew music was going to be, you know, but I, I, I was a good money. I always get money, get money, nigga, you know? Okay. You were playing football and shit, though. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, a lot of different shit. So if we had met you in high school, football was your life or what? Hell nah. I, <laughs> it was my life. It was my life. I got shot and I dropped out of school. Like I got, I had my daughter shit, get some money. You got shot at what age? Shit, I think I was like seventeen. How'd you get shot? Shit, oh, that shit. I was in the club and shit. You got shot in the club? Yeah, it was a leg shot. Some what, what was that? It was a little leg shot. You know? Oh, a leg shot. Yeah, my shit. Okay, but that was that was the end of your high school football dreams? Yeah, 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 pretty much. Really. Yeah. And you, were you really talented? You really felt like you had a future at that time? Yeah, well, you know, when you in hype and that shit, I really could play football, though. When you in hype and that shit, whatever you put your mind to, you could definitely do it. Right. And so were you wrapped up in the streets already at that time that you got shot? Yeah, I was already in the streets, really. Okay. But I was still doing shit. Like, I was out going, playing football, um, you know, doing what, hustling, whatever. A little bit of both. Yeah. Okay. And uh, you said that music was like a huge focus for you early on. Yeah, yeah, I knew it was gonna happen. What, what were the artists that had you really excited as a youngin? Oh, some honey shit. Growing up, uh, yeah, this gonna sound crazy. Uh, like, of course, like Lil Wayne, them hot boys, mm-hmm. 
and bow wow. That's it, crazy. Really? Yeah, for sure. I hear that from a lot of people, and they they gave me a hard time on the podcast the other day because I didn't really know about bow wow's history. Yeah, he got a history like he a sort of a legend. You know what I'm saying? So watch seeing him doing it as a kid, and you musically want to you musically already is in you, and you seeing him doing it as young as he was. Mm. It, that was a big motivation too. Do you remember when you got introduced to like Chicago street music, drill music, and shit like that? That shit right up the street. I <laughs> know, but when yeah. did you really start to like perceive it? Shit, it was. Uh, it's still the same shit. It's the Midwest, so it was always. You know what I'm saying? That's uh, like it's the same culture. Right. Yeah. We, we always hear from people in Chicago that like when Sosa came out, that that just changed everything. That everybody started. You know, the, the, the tone and the music really kind of shifted at that point. Was that your perspective as well? Yeah, for sure. So, so, Dirk, you, you know, there's a lot of pioneers of the drill shit, for sure. Right. So did your taste in music kind of gear itself towards that, or you, you start making more aggressive street music like that at that time? That was like, a, that, that was the way, that shit that was really like, you know what I'm saying? That was like really... That that shit was like really what was going on, like motherfucker of seeing or you know what I'm saying, just envisualize what a motherfucker going through and how they expressing themselves or you know what I'm saying? So drill was like real shit, you feel me? Yeah, definitely. And did you already know about the shit that was going on in Chicago, like just through you being in the streets? I don't know, or was I don't it know were you learning shit. about it from the music? <laughs> And I already like I'm I be through there. I got peoples out there like right. like family, you know what I'm saying. So it was normal for That's you to like be out Burbank there. That's like Burbank to to LA. LA or some shit. Like, right. Yeah. So you were already like going out there and shit. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I'm be out there. When did you start? Uh, like, so what did you do after high school or after you got shot? You all your, your football dreams kind of go away. Had a baby. Shit. Got to the money. Mm. Got to the money. Got to the money. You had to because Hell you had yeah. a baby. For sure, you got to. That changed you a lot. Hell yeah! It, uh, a, a lot of shit in my life changed me a lot. Like going through shit. Mm. So did you start? Uh, did you start pursuing music at, at what age? Or like, did did you even know anybody who was like actually having success in the music business? Yeah, yeah, my fucking brother, Dirk, he ain't a goat. Okay, but when did you tap in with him for the first time? Me and, me and bro been locked right, in. A little closer to the mic. Me yeah. and bro been locked in since, like, 2013. So, wh- how old were you in 2013? Shit, I don't know. I'm 30 now. Okay, so that was, like, nine years ago? Yeah, for okay. sure. So, you're you're still a young dude when you tapped in with Dirk? How'd you yeah. meet him? Shit, mutual friends. Shout out my boys. Okay. Yeah. Look, so love Ernie. You meet Dirk? And that's kind of like right around the time that he really started blowing up, like 2013. Yeah, for sure. And so, what was your perspective on where his career was at at that time? Shit, it seemed to be at how I, I, you know what I'm saying, big high compared to how he is now. Yeah, I thought it was that big, but I see the levels. He even bigger. You see what I'm saying? Right, because he's like by far the the biggest artist who came from that whole scene realistically at this point but at that time it probably seemed gigantic to you too hell yeah everything it it was all the process everything was like big think about it everybody talking about it 
Right. It was big. Now it's just even bigger. It's just levels. When you uh, look back, okay, so at that time period, though, you meet him, and do you start going on tour with him, or does he just right away recognize that you're trying to rap and start supporting nah, it? it wasn't no trying to rap type of shit. Okay. It wasn't, it wasn't no shit like, no, oh, I'm trying to, oh, I'm trying to rap. It was like, so we locked in. Oh, really? So he yeah. believed you in you as a musician? Like he fucked with your music? It was behind, like, behind the music. It wasn't never about no music. It was, we linked up and shit. That's my, we locked in. We created a bond. Right. Yeah. That's what's up. So you changed your name to OTF Duty Low at that point, or was your name already Duty Low? My name was already Duty Low. Where did that come from? What does that mean? My auntie named me that. Why? I don't know. She died. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah. you, now you Rest can't ask her? You, you never figured I it never out before? I never knew. Like, it was Duty. Okay. And then the low came with other shit. It was Duty Low. You were staying low? <laughs> like what? Nah, you were sneaky? You were like, nah, hell no. I ain't got nothing to do with no sneaky shit, but, <laughs> you know, some street shit. Duty low. Okay. And so then you threw the OTF on your name, though? That was like officially your name? Or nah, people do that. Like, I'm, o I'm OTF. Right. That shit tatted on me, this shit. You feel me? But now all the kids do that where they put their, their crew in front of their name and yeah, shit. Yeah, So that was kind of early for that. Yeah, they was trying to probably get followers or some shit. Mm. So, but I mean, it is nice for you that nobody can look at your name without realizing who you're associated with, right? For sure. Mm. So, okay, what what are you doing all throughout the 2000s and shit, or 2013 on? You're, were you touring with Dirk, or you spending time with him? Like, what, what was your for life sure. like? For sure. We was touring, studio, just watching him work and shit, just hanging out, you know, doing what we do, regular right. shit. When did you start to feel like you really had attention on you music-wise? I feel like I found out about you with that Vaughn song. Yeah, with me and Duty Lowe, but when I knew we we had a song, me, him, Ike, like play your role with me, Ike, Buka, play your role. I got a couple million views on YouTube and shit. And then that breakthrough, though, was me and Duty Lowe. Mm. That's when I started taking music serious. So you weren't really taking it that serious before? No, I wasn't taking it serious. Hell no. Really? Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I was, it was one for that, one for them. Was that song, did you know that song was going to be a big song? Because when I listen to it now, it sounds like, yeah. it sounds like that's your first song or like your first single introduction to the game type song. Yeah, me and Vaughn, we was in the studio. He called me, turn up. I just moved to the eight. Uh-huh. He turned up. We get to the studio. He, uh, we came up with that shit. He like the whole world gonna be saying this. Watch it. Really? Hell yeah. How'd you meet Vaughn? At what point did you did you meet him and and how'd that relationship come together? Shit, when bro when bro got out, well, he got out of jail. Okay, so you didn't know him before all that? Nah, I I, I you know knew about Vaughn, but talked to him on the phone. But when Vaughn got out of jail, that's when me and Vaughn got real close. 
Okay. Do you remember, uh, like, the first time that Dirk started telling you about Vaughn and how he's going to really be pushing him as an artist? Like, all that shit just came, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Everything just, we ain't talk about, like, this shit just, Vaughn wasn't playing on rapping when he got, you know what I'm saying, that he just started rapping. Yeah, because once you really start to learn more about Vaughn, it is pretty unbelievable that he went through everything that he went through and then actually managed to really blow up as big as he did in only a couple of short years. Mm-hmm. He's destined for that shit. That yeah. was in him. Yeah. That was, it was going to happen anyway. Right. I, I, Vaughn, uh, I ain't never met no nigga like Vaughn, bro. Really? For sure. In what way? Just like to a Tupac way. Mm-hmm. Just had in that, our era, like that charisma, he was he was that he was him. He still is, right? Definitely. Where were you when you shot that video? We was in the A. Oh, shout okay. out to Mad Mark. Now we was in the A hood on Hollywood Road. Okay, yeah, because it looked like a real project. So I was wondering where exactly that we was. We was in the A with it. Interesting. So, uh, what what happened? Like like what, from your perspective, do you remember how you found out that Vaughn passed? Where you oh, were? Oh, I didn't want to talk about that. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, okay. So, in terms of your relationship with Dirk, how's that changed over the years? Like, if you, like, how closely do you guys work on putting music we out? We brothers. How much we, does that change once you put that song out with Vaughn and really start to have eyeballs on you? Shit, he's thirsty. He's like, oh, you now you taking the serious? I see you taking. The, I ain't had no choice. But I was gonna be a one hit wonder or something. So everybody that motherfucker got a million views in like 24 hours. Right. Yeah. So you just start going a lot harder after that? Yeah, yeah. For sure. And I drop big duty low. Mm. And shit really just, you felt like the people really started to just gain momentum they behind you at that point? Yeah, they know authenticity when they see it. They know realness when they see it. So people will gravitate to that shit. But now how the internet made up, now they, it's like, they gravitate to the fake shit, too, and the weird shit. But, like, real people gravitate to real people. You feel like that's true? Because I feel like when you look at Chicago or a lot of cities, I mean, it seems like the rappers blowing up out of any given city are usually people that are pretty certified. Yeah, for sure. Especially Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> you love Chicago. You steady <laughs> talking about Chicago. I mean, you know what I'm saying. It's like... You couldn't imagine somebody really blowing up out of Chicago who was just a total bitch but was talking about street shit, right? Yeah, yeah, you know who a bitch and who, you know what I'm saying? Do we? I don't know. Maybe you could tell me. I <laughs> You crazy, Adam. What you on, man? For sure. All right, so that was a couple of years ago when that Vaughn song came out and everything. Um, you just been grinding since then, just working on the music and everything? Hell yeah, studio all day. That's the lifestyle what? the OTS Studio. crew? Studio all day with the gang. When I when I want when I'm by myself, studio. I could be with at home. I'm recording the house, studio in the house. Right. Is this uh is this like done out of Atlanta or where, where are you staying at wherever these days? I'm at, wherever I'm at. If I'm in Cali right now, I'm gonna record. Right. But you stay in Atlanta for the most part? For sure. Okay. You like it better out there than? Yeah, I love Atlanta. Illinois is just too crazy or what? No, it's just like Atlanta mode, you know, for the music, chilling. You know, you can raise your family out there, chill. 
You ain't supposed to get like. I still go back to Kanki, but you don't like the object is to get the fuck away from there. Who want to be? You gotta, you know. Right. Elevate. You stay out of trouble when you're in Atlanta, though. Yeah, I be chilling. <laughs> I be in the studio. Right. Definitely. Um, okay, so a lot a lot of people became familiar with you uh, over the course of the last month or two because you had a, a false, now proven to be false, accusation put on you. So, when did you first hear about this accusation being put out there? I was on tour, on the back outside tour. Okay. Yeah. Which one was that? The Dirk and uh, little baby one? Yeah, for sure. How was that? That bitch was a movie. Every night was a movie. That must have been out of control. I mean, Dirk tours got to be crazy enough, but then you put them on tour with Lil Baby. That was a fucking movie. Wow. Okay, and then how how do you find out about this stuff being said about you? I knew about that shit before I hit the internet. Right. So it was like, damn. And then, like, my my thing my thing with that shit was, like, I'm going to just touch real quick on this, is, like, it was a public opinion. And I want to make this clear. I never had no case of me doing that. Mm. It was a woman saying I did something that I didn't do. Right. You feel me? I got four daughters. I stand for something. So to see that it can be influenced by you just quickly guilty to the public. And, like, I never, like, been questioned or anything about that shit. Like that was uh accusation of of a woman that's scoring. So you had dated her for what, a year, a couple years? Uh, I was messing around with her for like since May or some shit. Okay. And so then basically what, you stopped talking to her and then all of a sudden she starts thinking up ways to try to get back at you? I don't know how she thought of that shit. I don't know what the fuck, like, in your mind where you can come up with some shit like that, so I couldn't tell you that. Right. And it's fucked up for you because it's like, that accusation, she makes that accusation, what could you possibly do to prove that you didn't do it once she puts the idea out there? Because it's not like she's offering any proof that you did do it. Well, let me see. Let me tell you this. If you got common sense and you're a human being and you say you take three welded screws and wrap it around something right. and put in it and that person is not in jail and there's no type of trauma or you see what I'm saying? So what, what people do is they take this shit and then they put it up for views and they you see what I'm saying? Like they don't use their common sense because say, all right, put, I'm, all right, say a motherfucker said something about the same shit they said she said about me to you. Right. And then you, what you look like, do y'all got common sense? Right. Would you think that? But what could I do? Like, what could I do in that moment to prove that I'm innocent, you know? What you mean? You know you ain't do it. I know I ain't do it, but how, like, when you have people retweeting some shit 10,000 times about you, you, what are you going to do? You can't control the internet. Right. The truth going to come to the light. Yeah, but in the meantime, you're having your name smeared. Yeah. But... Like, what we ain't say drag my name through the mud is going to come out clean. You know what it do? Well, luckily, it resolved itself pretty quickly. But we didn't know if this was going to be something that was playing out and taking years and years for your name yeah, to be uh, ultimately cleared, right? I, I it, it Really, I thought it was going to come out sooner. Mm. 
I'm like, what the fuck is it? Like, we weren't going to court for no fucking, um, we weren't going to court for no case. Right. It was like injunctions, like, get the fuck on. Like, stop playing with me. There's some weird shit. Like, this one, no, going to court, oh, I'm charged. I've never been charged or arrested of that shit. That's right. why you, I want to make clear that you shit. You never even had the cops contact you I, I about this. I never got contacted by the cops. I got my attorneys and shout out Ariel Mitchell and Keon Hardiman. I got my attorneys on it. And you feel me? Right. So you were pretty, you, you went and got lawyers pretty much as soon as this came out because yeah. you wanted to take it as serious as possible. Yeah. Well, I'm going to get lawyers because first I'm not finna, what I'm, what I'm, Finna argue with you for it, and you saying I did something that I didn't do. Right. So I, you got to protect yourself at all costs. Right. Because when it first came out, it's like I just remember seeing people talking about it on Twitter, and yeah. you just saw like mostly girls just mm -hmm. really piling on. And because, I because let me I don't yeah, mean to stop no, because there's sure. real victims out there. Mm. There's real victims out there. You playing with real victims that really been molested and. And shit like that, you feel me? So it's like you playing with these people and they really want to know the truth. Because mm. it sounds far-fetched, but then you got a baby crying and you got shit coerced and you got everything all mixed up. So uh, you got the internet shook. It's public opinion now. It's not even court. This is public opinion. Right. And in the court of public opinion, you could have one seemingly convincing piece of evidence, like the audio recording of the kid talking about it, yeah. and they're not going to wait to find anything else out. They're just running with it. I, I could get my daughter to say anything I want her to say. You hear me? Mm. The kids. What? She, yeah. she love her daddy. Hey, baby, because, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, we're, like. You got kids. You can get your. I'm pretty sure you can have your kids do whatever you want them to do. My kid's one, so she, she ain't doing too much. I'm talking about not no shit like that, but I'm saying. No, but I'm saying. Oh, like, your baby one. She can't talk. But to I'm just saying, you know, people that got kids, you can have kids. Right, cut, yeah. Say bitch. And they going you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. They love swearing. Hell yeah. But uh But that shit was too far fetched. Like I I thought people had common sense, so, but I it, into I got four daughters. Right. You see what I'm saying? And I don't play about my daughter, so like that type of shit, like my kids old enough to see that type of shit on the internet. Yeah. And that 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 fucked them up too, you see what I'm saying? Really? Yeah, for sure. What were those conversations like? For you, I really I ain't know what to tell them. Man. I'm just, they know, right? They like, what the, daddy, what this? Why is she playing with you like this? That, that you know what I'm saying? Like, they know, but they 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 was my number one supporters too. Mm. My 100%. kids was my number. So, daddy, you okay? Texting me. I want to answer for nobody or nothing. You asked. But I got back in the studio and it put a spark in me. I got back right in the studio. I noticed that. The devil seemed to spark something in your music. Yeah. 
Big Duty Low Deluxe. Did you ask Dirk for advice on this? Because he's obviously had his... Do you ask Dirk for advice on this? Because obviously he's had his name smeared plenty of times. They try to say all kinds of crazy shit in the media about him. Do you ask him for what he would do? Delete my Instagram. Really? Yeah. Don't read no comments. You know what the fuck you ain't... You know what the fuck... You you know? You ain't did shit. What the fuck, nigga? Delete your... If you look at the internet, you're going to... Delete that shit. Fuck that shit. Work. Yeah. Stay in the studio. Wow. So how long did you delete it for? I don't know. I still was reading comments. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. But I, I stayed in the studio to get. And you know, and the crazy thing I had, and and that hardest time, I stopped doing. I stopped sipping and all type of shit. Oh really? For sure. You think you were depressed? Hell yeah. That shit fucked me up. You bro, you got to think about somebody really putting something. Something like that on your name. Yeah, that's one of the worst things besides a snitch you could call somebody. Mm. Yeah, because it's normally if you have a person attacking you online, it's like you can really kind of pay attention to it because there's one person or a handful of people. When that happened, it's like you just got way too many people talking about you that you can't even focus in on one person, right? Yeah, I don't even like, bro. That that, that shit just showed me just who with me and who ain't and. Like nobody around me believe the shit. They like, I like you see weird people like shit. Like you see, you see what I'm saying. And they be like, but now I know. Like it's like fuck out, fuck out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like now nobody specific, but like just people even questioning that shit. They I think they. Kind of throw it off too But I understand Because it's victims But common sense of Three nails and shit yeah, Come on man That shit Yeah see That was our first story That was a weird part about it Is that the story was so specific And it was such a weird fucking concept That that almost made it seem more believable to people Because who the fuck would ever make something like that up You know <laughs> Psychos, bro. It's all type. That shit should be a, a fucking movie or something. I do want to say because when you contacted me, you basically acknowledged that we had made a video talking about the situation. But when I went back and watched that video, we never bought it, into it. We you know, always were coming at it with with a lot of right, skepticism. But but look 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 this one. All right, this how I say. You a smart man, right? Allegedly. Allegedly. All right, you got common sense. Allegedly. But okay, I feel like if you got common sense, you should know. Like you said, like how you said, what you say you felt about the story. I had a lot of skepticism. It didn't really add up to me. I was shocked. Didn't really feel like there was enough evidence for us to say, okay, this is true so, or not true. So it's like, why post it? Well, it was news. You know, everybody was talking about it. Yeah, but that's like. That's like some like even it if that happened to us, son, she weird for putting that on the internet. Mm. You see what I'm saying? And people playing with it like it was a joke, and it wasn't no joke. So I look at it like, why well, post it if 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 you got common sense? Mm. You know what I'm saying? It was just like weird to me, but I understand how the media work. Yeah, because we were reporting on it to be skeptical of it at least in yeah. that time. But it was a weird position to be skeptical of it because at the same time. If somebody really was guilty of this, you would want to call attention to it. It would be like your responsibility as the media to draw attention to it because everybody should know if there but was a person the media who did this. Ain't, the media ain't, um, 
when the facts came out, they ain't too much. Yeah. Which I think is so fucked up. Anyone who wrote an article about it, anybody who tweeted about it, once the alternate information comes out, you should put just as much light on it. Yeah, for sure. People don't don't like correcting their mistakes. Yeah. Did Did you post the paperwork? Yeah, you you sent me everything. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, like, just but, just for an example, and we're doing this interview now. But we did the No Jumper News segment mm-hmm. about it. We didn't do I another. Didn't see it. We didn't do another No Jumper News segment. We didn't do a whole separate segment when it came out that it wasn't true. Mm-hmm. We just talked about it on the podcast, and now we're having you on, which is you know it's pretty good. But you know, it's like people are just going to pay attention more to the initial claim than the retraction. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, but you were That's saying a, you, you wanted to take a lie detector test from the beginning. Yeah, but then I'm like, for what? Right. Then I start getting like, you know what I'm saying? It's like I, I want to clear my name so fast. I do anything to show my innocence. You feel me? Mm. Like there ain't no fucking shit to be putting nobody, nobody through. That's not true, bro. That shit weird. But she actually beat you to the lie detector test because she did it first, right? <laughs> I, I don't know if she beat me to it or not, but she did a lie detector test, and that shit is weird. Do you believe your um, shit you put on Instagram? Right. The fuck? Because did, she, you, did he do this or not? It's not like she could really did, answer that because she doesn't it, know whether it, you did or not. She could only listen to the kid, right? Allegedly. Man, that's bullshit, bro. You see the, bro, ain't no allegedly. Like, for real. You got, like, you got the paperwork. You seen the paperwork. What did mm-hmm. it say? He, his mom, his mom told him to say that. So ain't no allegedly, like, ain't no allegedly. So you think that it's more likely that she coached the kid to say all that shit? What you mean? It's like that. You ain't seen the documents? Well, then, I seen the Instagram live of her coming out saying that, yeah, that basically was be- she was just believing the kid. That was before all that. I'm talking about the facts now. Like, that was before all that. Like, uh, that, like, public opinion, that shit don't matter, bro. That's real life shit. Like, this ain't no, this ain't no, um, no play game. Like, all right, when she first did it, uh, all right, we got the facts now. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like. She did coach him. You got it from the public report, like this stuff from the state's attorney. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You seen it, right? No, I didn't see that part. You just said I sent you everything. Yeah, but apparently I didn't read that sentence. So they're saying that she actually has proven <laughs> that she fucking nah, coached the kid? I want to pull that shit up. Let's do so that. you can see it. All right, let's just wait on that. Uh, let me see. Read this highlighter, the the highlighter part. All right. There is no legal way to prove what happened in this case. The only evidence of anything happening is the testimony of the now six-year-old victim who cannot describe this incident with any detail or consistency, who initially denied that anything criminal incurred, and who has stated that his mom told him what to say. This same child has also stated that his mom frequently leaves him alone and lets him cook on the stove. When I told her what he told me about that, she said that was a lie and said that she does not leave him home alone and she does not use the stove. And this is from the assistant state attorney, Denise, Dennis, no, Dennis Nice Wander, which is a cool name. No, Lauren Kovitz was the assistant state attorney. That's, the, that's who was supervising it, it was Dennis. But either way, that's pretty damning right there. 
You see what I'm saying? So it ain't no narrative to play with. That's real shit. It ain't it ain't no allegedly she coerced her son. It's she coerced her son. Right. Not allegedly. Wow. That's so I don't like what how like, allegedly or nothing. Like I don't like playing like the, the that's my name. You see what I'm saying? Well, when you have the law saying that they don't believe her at all, like that seems pretty strongly worded. Like they they clearly believe that she coached the kid. I know clearly she coached her son, bro. <laughs> right. What the fuck? Like it's how like you want to say like like you still saying like no 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 I believe you. But this would have been awkward if we did this interview like two weeks ago when we were supposed to, because That's I was why gonna I do it. Mm, okay. Because now it seems. Very yeah, one-sided. No. Before, it was going to have to be a little bit of, like, we don't really know. Yeah, because ain't nobody got common sense. Damn. Did she give up on her side of the story, what, when you took the lie detector test? It felt like that was when she just decided when, to admit that. I don't know that. when she gave up on, on, on her side of the story. When she felt, I don't know. Right. Well, Big Duty Low Deluxe coming on February 11th. For sure. What provoked you to make a diss song about her? I ain't made no diss song about her. What was it called? Fuck the Net? Yeah. It's not a diss fuck song. Fuck the Net. It's about the whole situation. It wasn't no diss song. It was Fuck the Net. Like, Fuck the Net for throwing um, shade on me. You feel me? Fuck the Net. Yeah. It wasn't no diss song. Definitely. Is there anybody that you are particularly angry at for? I ain't angry at nobody. But for promoting this story at a certain point, is there anybody that no. you fuck with who was promoting it that you no, thought was fucked no. up for it? Well, nobody else fuck with. They know how I'm coming. Oh, you got they small circle. They want promoting that shit. Only haters and shit was promoting that shit. Mm. And people that wanted views and blogs and shit. Shout out Tasha K. She the she one of the black ladies that took up for me. Really. Yeah, for sure. And my team. Wow. And you're continuing with your lawsuit against her? I don't even want to talk about that. Yeah. But yeah, I need that. Right. I would assume that that person doesn't have any money. So. I don't know what she got. Just, you know, I saw like $5 million lawsuit. I'm like, well, that person no, that does not have $5 million. million. 15. Yeah, well, 15 if they don't million. got five, they definitely don't got 15. I don't give a fuck. You better find a way to go get it. <laughs> I like that for sure. Better get a GoFundMe going or something. I don't know what you got to do. <laughs> um, yeah. So where do you see things going from here? Sure, it's all the way up. Fuck this up, up, up. It's up. It never been down. It was just a hiccup in a big duty low coming, February 11th. Right. Deluxe. How do you know my friend Big Brick Baby Shitra over here? That's game. How long you been knowing him? How long you been knowing him? I knew, I've been knowing bro for like four, five years, five years solid. Wow. It's like seven. Seven. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. who else you tap with out, in with out here in L.A.? Uh, I, Brick Baby. That's it. I, I don't, you know? I ain't. <laughs> <laughs> you come out here a lot? I slide through here every now and then. Right. I like L.A. I like the vibe. That's a fact. You like Atlanta better, though? 
I like moving around. I don't just be in Atlanta. Mm. I be out here. Moving. Moving and grooving. It's a beautiful thing. So what what do you want to say to the people out there in this interview? Like what do, what do, what points do you want to get across to them in regards to who you are as a person and how you've been misrepresented? I think we did all that already. I think I just want to say um I just want to say big duty low coming. Mm. Uh 2022. For sure. Hey, I got a good question for you. What's up? How you feel about NBA Youngboy? I um, feel no type of ways about nothing that, that create narratives. Right. You don't like the stuff that he's been doing? I don't care about internet stuff. I don't care about nothing that create narratives. Right. What about him putting O-Block in the raps? I don't <laughs> listen to nothing that create narratives. I don't feed into the internet. Mm. That's the internet and it's real world. Right. That's the internet. I don't feed into nothing that create narratives. Fair enough. Do you think people would be talking too much in songs and on social media and shit? I, do, I don't create. I don't. That's 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 music. Mm. And then it's real life. So something must have changed though, because Chicago's famous for always putting that shit in the music. You're just not a fan of that? What? The street stuff. Like, we just know so much about what's going on in Chicago through the music. I don't know what's music. going on, bro. I don't know nothing. But my last name, I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> Respect. Um, all right, so the project drops when? February 11th. Who you got on there? I got a couple. I, you know, I always got something in the motherfucking chain, but just the way you see. Right. I got, you know, I got some hitters on that. Nice. Oh, I just threw Boss Top on that too, my boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I threw Top on that. Zoo Wop on that bitch. Uh, I got a couple. We, all, we, got, we got shit coming, man. That's good. It's good to hear. Adam 22. OTF duty love. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, the narrative Adam, the narrative creator. You hear me? No, no, no. <laughs> what you be spinning that for? You spin the block, you know, and the fidget spinner. <laughs> that's how you spin the block. That's all. That's the only spinning I'm doing, my friend. <laughs> right here. No, I just got this in the mail. It looks like a spaceship. It's cooler than like a lot of fidget spinners I've seen before. Yeah. I don't know where the fuck this came from, but you know, it's kind of cool. Yeah, for sure. You got any hobbies outside of rapping and whatnot? I like cooking. You're a cook. I, I, no, I'm not a cook. I say I like cooking. What? I like cooking for my family and shit. What, what are your best dishes? Some roast potatoes and carrots and shit with some shit like that. With some little cornbread on the side or something. What's the protein, man? I'm going to get fat as hell eating that. Yeah, that's why I grew up on You hear me? Okay. Cornbread and... Potatoes? Carrots? <laughs> I don't know, man. I need some fucking protein in the center Yo, of that plate. Unseasoned baked chicken and oh, shit. Oh, man. Why do they always say that? 
You see racism still alive. What? What did you talk to? You was eating ice and chicken and shit, Well, what if I told you that my mom is very good at cooking and seasons the chicken appropriately? Okay, I want to come eat some chicken. Now, in reality, you might have a point because my mom's chicken ain't that buzzing, but... <laughs> I don't think that you should act like you know that. <laughs> no, I just made an opinion. Everybody else making public opinion. Shit, let me have my. You hear me? That's fair. You're owed. You're you're owed some grievances in that regard. <laughs> um. All right. So what what else we need to know? We good here? Man, big duty low coming February 11th. Man, shout out to y'all. Shout out to gang. You know how the fuck we rock, man. Let's go, man. See, there's so much good street shit I could ask you, but I know you're just gonna give me some. Cool, Pee Wee Longway Vlad type answers. I'm saying, what you want to like? I'm gonna throw some water on you and see if you. Nah, man, no, because what the (laughs) other shit? All the other shit that pop in my head, I can ask you about, is way more out there than the young boy shit. Bro, this seemed like an interrogation, like it is. Yeah, now it'll be cool as soon as we're done recording. Then we can get back to normal (laughs) shit. You crazy folks, (laughs) now. All right, OTF duty low. Appreciate you coming through, my man. For sure, man. No jumper. Coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, Patreon, OnlyFans, TikTok, Instagram. Let's go. Like, comment, and subscribe. Nojumper.com if you want to support. Appreciate y'all.